Welcome to Friday, right before Christmas, and uh, all the wonderful holidays that we have just been waiting for all year. Um, Welcome to a special show. Um, Today we have Ivan Julian, um, who's a pretty iconic guitarist and bassist who has uh, played with some pretty, pretty cool people as well as his own bands and is currently working on 
um, some really great projects, and we're going to be talking to him in the studio along with uh, my co-host, Spencer Drate, who's calling in from New York. And uh, I want to let everyone know this show will be available afterwards on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, and also on iTunes. If you'd like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And um, with that, I'd like to uh, bring Ivan into the studio along with my co-host, Spencer Drake. Ivan and Hello. Spencer, are you guys there? Hi, how are you? Yeah, we're here. There he is. <laughs> oh, yay! <laughs> we'll all talk at once the hey. whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, I know. It's like here we are, um, and Ivan, Ivan, you were so cute. You were like, "I'm on a landline. I'm not going to move." I'm like, "Don't worry about it. It's all good." Um, well, you have so to appreciate the analog sound. You know, you have to appreciate the analog sound when you get it. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. I mean, recording analog or tape or something because mm-hmm. landlines simply do sound better. They do. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only reason I don't have one at home is because the only people that had the number were telemarketers. You know, so that, 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 <laughs> I had to stop that. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Well, you know, we opened up with a song, Cut Me Loose. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? And then um, I wanted to say yesterday I talked to Ivan, and he was in his studio that he's building, which he'd like to talk a little bit about. And, uh, you know, we're going to – Ivan, why don't you just – Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, about, you know, the fantastic, amazing, you know, life you've had so far. It's it's really cool stuff. Ooh, that's that's. <laughs> you yeah. Want me to do that in, in one paragraph. Yeah, or less, I do. I <laughs> know. Uh, no, it's your time. So go yeah, for okay, it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, um, hi everybody. I'm Ivan Julian. Um, I've been playing music my whole life. Um, uh, I'll try yay. to encapsulate this here. Um, yay! It's true because I mean it's 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 a lucky thing. Um, my I, when I first started out, I was in my late teens, and I um, moved to England and joined a band called The Foundations that um, had hits like years before, but they were still touring a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And their hits were Build Me Up Buttercup and Baby Now That I Found You. And that was basically Music 101 for me because it was really the first band I joined. I mean, even though I'd spent um, my my teenage years sitting in a bedroom practicing, but I, you know, this is the first band I joined. And, like, they taught me about touring and song structure and chord structure and everything and just, you know, performance. It was great. And when I met them, I, I met them at this recording studio in, on uh, Kings Road called Manny's Rehearsal mm-hmm. Studio. And um, they, I, I was taken there, and someone said, just sit here, and someone will need a guitar player. And I thought, okay, that's how it works. I had no idea. So while I'm waiting there, um, this guy comes up and talks to me, and he's playing with Gary Moore. And Gary Moore was this Canadian blues guitar Oh, I love Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but, and his Good drummer friend. that he picked up in England was Topper Heaton. So, you know, Topper oh, yeah. and I had this conversation and um, thought nothing more of it. 
Um, so I tour with the Vorta, I mean, excuse me, with the um, with, with the foundations, and we tour it to, to what at the time was Yugoslavia. I play with some Yugoslavian bands there, like Paranivaljak and Time, and Dado Topic. That doesn't mean anything in this country, but in that country it means a lot because Dado was one of the was the first person to resist um, the draft and and, oh. and resist going into the army in a country, a country behind the communist bloc. So he was somewhat of a folk hero there. It's it pretty amazing to watch. Or in, mm-hmm. and, and so then, then I moved to New York, and I, you know, I, I joined the Vodoids, and the Vodoids, I'm trying to encapsulate this even more. And then the Vodoids made you know, um, an EP on Orc Records, uh, untitled really, and then we made Blank Generation. And then soon, soon, actually before the record even came out, the class asked us to come on a tour opening, opening for them How in England. How cool. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. and then I look I look up on stage at them doing sound check, and there's Topper playing drums. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 wild. So yeah, I mean, so you know, there was the Voidoids, and then after that, um, I formed my own band, The Outsets, and um, I'm gonna rush this along here for a second. And, oh no, um, don't rush it. Don't, it's don't all good. rush it. Well, there's, 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 yeah, there's some, there's some tragedy, there's some comedy in this because I mean, yeah, we um, want to hear it. You want to hear it? Okay. We've got, we got lots of time, right? Okay. Yes, um, so, we do. I mean, you know, I, I love playing with the Vodoids, and I, you know, love writing with Richard. I mean, what made me join the band, actually, was the fact that Richard um, needed someone to help write songs, and this is what I'd wanted all along, and this is also why I left the Foundations, because they'd already written whatever they were going to write, you know, and, and recorded what they were going to record, and they were spending the rest of their lives touring uh, 17 days a week, and not that I mind that. I love touring, but, I mean, I wanted to write, mm-hmm. so um, when I met Richard, they had basically two and a half songs, and he needed help with more, and um, uh, we just um, started to work on that, and I love the problem with the, the Vodoids though was that Richard didn't really like to tour at all, and I you know and you know Mark Bell or Marky Ramone you know but Mark Bell at the time he was in the band, and you know we were both you know touring or whatever almost dare I say seasoned musicians, and we thought that was part mm-hmm. of it. You know? You know, you make a record, you go play. Richard didn't really um, want to, you know, deal with that very much. So we ended up playing once a month um, at CB's and or Max's, you know. Oh, and, wow. And we would make a lot of money for the time. I mean, mm-hmm. we, would, we would, especially after the second or third time we, we played there, we would c- come out with a you know, fair amount of money in our pockets, which meant to Richard that we wouldn't have to play for another month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So after you know after a while I, you know things kind of you know deteriorated. I mean, not before we went back to England and opened for Elvis Costello um because Richard oh, nice. Jake, Yeah, Richard and Jake Riviera <laughs> were, were good friends from back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. And you know they treated us really well. They you know they let us share the tour bus. I mean it, it, they were they were all really, really great guys. And J- and Jake was great. And Nick Lowe was phenomenal. He became basically my mentor for producing bands in the really? studio. Well, because he put out the single with us called um, "Kid with the Replaceable Head," and on the other side is "I'm Your Man." And what mm-hmm. he basically did was turn the Voidoids into a pop band. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, which I mean, if you know the band, it's, it's <laughs> you know, it's a it's a far reach, and he he did that mm-hmm. without being intrusive. And I watched the way he worked with the band and how he would get his ideas in, and how he would just, and he had a, an amazingly great ear for things that would just make a song come alive. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, and I mean, because he he was. Um, on some of the dates as well, and he was constantly hanging out there because I mean they were all one sort of production team, like you know um, Jake and and um, Nick Lowe and um, and Elvis and, and everyone. Um, so yeah, so we we did that, and then we came back home, and then um, it just seemed like we weren't going to tour forever. So I uh, decided it was time to leave the Voidoids. Um and you know, it, 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 you open the door and you see what comes in. And then I, I formed a band called The Outsets, uh, which were and oh, wow. the Outsets were the Outsets were a band. Um, I was just looking around for musicians, and there was this guy Vinny D'Annunzio, who was playing in Richard Lloyd's band, um, mm-hmm. and and he was looking for something else as well. So Vinny became the drummer in The Outsets, and then this other guy Danny Hirsch. And Danny Hirsch was playing, um, what was he doing? Um, uh, he was in the Heartbreakers with Johnny Thunders. It's like, it's oh. <laughs> right. It's all, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's all, I mean, I could get, yeah. It's, so it's he, all tied it's, in together. I mean, the it's CD all, you know, like, days What do I always all say? What do Ivan, I always say? Ivan, remember you stepped in my studio? I designed the Outsets cover for you, and I also worked on Richard Hell's album. So I started very early to learn about you. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, when when we did the outsets cover, which by the way, uh, called the Iceman, which came back, it was an EP. It, it was it, it came out great. It was exactly what I was what I was envisioning. It was like came out wow. all the colors, everything, which is yeah. which is rare when you you know work on an album cover as a musician. You know what I mean? Because yeah, usually. Yeah. It, it it goes down the line, and by then you're so so tired of fighting, you just go never mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, but this came this mm-hmm. that came out really great. And then I found out that Spencer had indeed worked on the the Voidoids cover as well. You know, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Actually, Nick Lowe, Nick Lowe also. I don't know if you know, he worked on the Pretenders album, the first Pretenders album, I think. And he had you were talking about pop music. He had a way of working with music in a certain way. You know, as a producer. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was. He's. I mean, I, 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 I try to, you know, I mean, absorb whatever little I, I can, or as much as I can, I should say, from him because he's like this un, unsung genius in my eyes. You know, I mean, he he's, is, he's, he is, he's really you know? great. I mean, and you know, all of his records sound good. They do. You know, it is, it, it, yeah. it, it's, it, there's a bit of ear candy going on there. You know what I mean? They all sound yeah. great. And and his own oh, as well. Oh, absolutely. Mhm. So you did your own album, so, right? I mean, didn't you do an album that um, a while ago? You did we were a getting into album? that one. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to get there. Right oh, now, okay, I'm, I'm painfully and chronologically telling my life story. Oh, okay, no, then. this is good. <laughs> painfully. That's my, uh, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Go but for anyway, it. so where are we now? So we're, we're, with, we're with the Outsets, and the Outsets had, like I said, Danny as well from Johnny Thunder's band. And... Um, we put out that EP, and it, it, it was a strange time because this was like 1980, and I noticed yeah. that, you know, I mean, and the band was, you know, fairly not, it, it was well received by by the press, 
Um, we would play out live, and, you know, in the venues we would play, we would receive well. But we, dance clubs were starting to happen, places like, um, I don't know, um, oh, area and um, maybe even danceateria, you know, places like that. Oh, and wow. I would notice that mm-hmm. we would play, and then everybody would kind of be standing around the side, and then they'd put on, like, this dance music that's like, well, it wasn't really disco, but it was just dance music, or maybe it was disco. And everybody would start jumping up and down, and I thought – you know, I kind of want to, I kind of yeah. want to, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I want to figure out what's going on there, you know. Um, so then um, Danny and I decided, because Vinny didn't want to play anymore, Vinny and I decided that we were going to get some funk players in the band, and we were going to be the worst musicians in the band, which, you know, whatever. And, you know, and, I mean, we wanted guys that were killers, you know. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we got um, Tomas Donker. Um, who um, uh, he's he, he's he's been been around. He used to play James Chance. Um, yeah, once again, all these you know, and just kind of people that we didn't even know. Zach Alford, that he was the drummer that later went in, uh, went on to play with the B52s on Love Shack. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these guys that were just mm-hmm. and Zach was such a sweetheart. He's he's like amazingly great. Um, so this was our band, and you know, I looked at at everybody, and they're kind of un, you know just kind of um, scary. And I thought, let's call them the Lovelies. <laughs> so that was the first That's version great. of the Lovelies. <laughs> that was the first That's version funny. of the Lovelies. Yeah. So oh, things wow. were going really well. And then Danny Odita had a heroin overdose, which was kind of you know, oh, awful. Because, and we all, well, I'm sure we've all had stories like this in our lives of friends, you know, that, just yep. kind of, that you thought were really smart but were really dumb. Because you know? strangely enough, even after, after having been around Richard, um, you know, who also did heroin and since has kicked, and you can't say that about many people. Um, I had no idea. I had no clue Danny was doing this. But, yeah, he he, he died, and, um, um, some, you know, uh, Jan Xavier um, uh, found him in his apartment. So that was the end of that. Uh-huh. And I was kind of just really wondering what to do. And when I say wondering what to do, it's like from one day to the other because, you know, Danny was not only – my bandmate, he was like my close, close friend, you know. So I love the guy. He's great. Oh, wow. You know? So then mm-hmm. Quine, Robert Quine from the Voidoids, hears about this band Shriekback. Um, and mm-hmm. Shriekback, was, Shriekback was this English band, and they um, had members of the Gang of Four, um, Dave Allen on bass. Yeah, and and then um, oh god, I can't remember the other guy's name. <laughs> anyway, um, it'll it'll come to me. Um, and then um, you know they, they were this great band, and kind of like in the in the vein of like the Talking Heads of the time, like percussion, like really kind of danceable music, but with like really great smart li- lyrics and, and all that. And mm-hmm. um, and they were looking for a guitar player because. They'd fired their guitar. This is typical of them. They came to New York to do a U.S. tour and fired their guitar player when they got here. So <laughs> they were looking around for someone to play, and they contacted Quine. Quine goes, "Well, you know, I don't really, I don't like the tour. I'm not really, really going to do this." So he, he he told me about it, and he goes, "You know, you're just moping around. Why don't you just go up there and play?" You know. Mm-hmm. So I went up to actually the same rehearsal studio that I auditioned for the Voidoids in, Daily Planet on uh, West 30th Street between 6 and 7, seven between 7 and 8. And <clears throat> I just, you know, haphazardly just started beating up on the guitar, and they liked it. <clears throat> so I thought, wow, okay. So then I toured with them for a good, I don't know, year or so. Like the States and Europe, and then the States again, and then Europe, yeah. 
and and they were great. I I I, I loved them. They were they they were like um, the epitome of an out of control English rock and roll band. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> let's great. Put, let's put it that way, but that's to be funny. mild, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So and then after you know, so after playing with them for a while, I'd been out of town for so long, and I was looking for something to do. And Sandra Bernhardt was putting on a um, one-woman show, like a block from me at the Second Avenue Theater, mm-hmm. called "Without You, I'm Nothing." And she wanted it to be musical. She wanted it like a band on stage with her, not in the pit, but on stage with her, playing the songs that she interacted with the band with. So, through the channels or whatever, my name came up, and I met them. And without really playing, they said, "Yeah, we want you. Come on." So <clears throat> I I did that for the next day. Oh months. wow. Play with Sandra really? in this off Broadway oh, show, and cool. that's really cool. Mm-hmm. She was—I got to say—playing with mm-hmm. Sandra was, if not one of the most, probably the most fun I've had. Uh, you know, I playing with someone, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. in in all the in all the years of doing this, because she would—I don't know—I mean, she she she, she was—you she, never knew what you were going to get. You just, you just mm-hmm. never you never knew. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I mean, it was just. She would come out sometimes and just like just she started improvising, and we had this one scene where she um, imitated David Bowie's scene with Mick Ronson, where she went down on her knees and pretended to give me oral sex while I was playing the solo. I mean, how and, funny! But it was all stage, and my guitar was towards the audience so that they couldn't see what was going on. And and, and, and guitarists will understand this: the solo was in B flat. It's like not a you know place you usually play. And I mean, and you know, she sometimes she would just take me and drag me around the stage, and I'm trying to play the solo. <laughs> oh, that's you funny. Know, it was it was fun. She and she was she was great. She was really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. And then at, at, while I was doing that, I'm in town, so I'm forming the second version of the Lovelies um, with Cynthia Slay and and Al, Al Maddie and everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I just. Uh, okay, we we got to catch up. We got to we we got okay. That's uh, you're yeah. fine. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know. Um, I'm just um slowing down here for a second. But um, God, that, 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 that's where the train is now. Let's leave the train at the station and let's come up. Let's come up to the future for a second. We'll get we'll get back on the train. Okay. I promise. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as you said, yeah, I, I I I um. You know, I'll talk about this as well for a second. I mean, I got really ill in 2000, in 2015-16 yeah. um, with cancer, mm-hmm. i got to say, you know, because, you know, it's, it's funny. People don't want to say the word out loud, um, but you have to because it affects so many people these days. And, you know, the the technology, I mean, and treatment has just come leaps and bounds. I mean, my radiologist told me that, you know, in 20 years or so, I mean, I'm quoting him, this will be a, it'll be a thing of the past because they're working on DNA, DNA technology that will actually um, mm-hmm. arrest it before it actually you know it happens. So yeah, they are um, in in that I process. That. I I'm a member it, of the club, Julian. You're a member of the club, <laughs> Ivan. I'm a member of the club, Ivan. Yeah, definitely. You get it then, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah, get I it do. when you go when you go to the edge. And you know, mm-hmm. it, it, there's only darkness, and, and you think, um, it, yeah. you know, I might fall over and I might come back, but I mm-hmm. have no control over that. Hey, yeah. Ivor, mm-hmm. you had this great benefit at City Winery, which I was so happy to be a part of. And Richard was the Richard Hell and Lenny Kay, I believe. There were a whole bunch of people. Is a Debbie uh, Harry for you? 
Yeah, Debbie it was Harry, you, um, and it was really an amazing event. And yeah, Matthew Sweet, Matthew That's Sweet, awesome. Matthew Sweet flew into town. I, I mean, yeah. we'll get back mm-hmm. to him in a second. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really, it, it was great. I mean, because I don't know, you go through life, you know, you don't know, you just do your thing, and you know, you don't expect ever to get ill. And then when you get ill, especially with and um, Holly, you know what I'm talking about. You know, with this disease. Yes, I, mean, I you, do. You, you don't. You can't. You know, wish or control anything. I'll say this for a second. Someone said, "Well, mm-hmm. did you pray a lot?" And I went, "Well, no, because this wasn't the time to pray. This would, if I prayed a lot, it'd be like praying to win the lottery. Okay, I'd already won mm-hmm. the lottery. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is like praying not no, to win I the lottery. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I get that. <laughs> it's like yep. so. I, I I couldn't do that. But um, yeah, that was that was great. Then when I mean, and Richard was the hero <laughs> of the whole thing. Richard pulled. I mean, there were other people. Um, like B.G. Hacker that were involved, and um, Nick Tramulus from um, Chicago, other, a, lot, you know, a lot of my friends from all over the place. I saw um, that. You know, That's with awesome. But, yeah. but Richard That's was great. the one that really um, kind of was the, 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 you know, kind of um, guts. Richard Brown? No, Richard Hell. Richard Hell. Richard Hell, Richard Hell. Yes, Richard Hell. I mean, yeah. he's, he's my mm-hmm. pal. He's my brother. And, like, you know, I didn't expect it because he found out that this thing was going on. And, you know, because Nick from Chicago oriented the, the whole thing, and he goes, well, you know, what if we had a benefit? I said, you know what, do whatever you want, okay? He's <laughs> like, I don't care what you do. You know, right now I'm not feeling very well. So he started to organize it, and then Richard got wind of it and kind of came in and swept the whole thing up and goes, no, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be like this. It's not going to be there. It's going to be here. You know, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And he just kind of tightened up the whole thing to, to make it the event that it was. Mm-hmm. I heard I've, I've seen so many pictures from the event, and also spoken to people that were there, and, and as well as Spencer. But I've heard I've heard so much about the benefit because you know, of course, with uh, Debbie there and all the other people that were there, it was pretty publicized. So. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures yeah. out there too as well. Yeah, there's no video it. because <laughs> the other That's thing beautiful. About Richard is the, the next morning people had you know cameras and they were putting it on YouTube, and you know mm-hmm. actually Nick, um, the guy, one of the guys who helped organize it, was running around YouTube looking for these things, you know, looking for footage from the night before, oh, wow. and Richard mm-hmm. was chasing them around and shutting them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It yeah, no, so I funny. Can, I can understand that. Yeah, sure. definitely. Sure. Yeah, 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 and and he was. What a great I mean, thing I he doesn't like playing live. He doesn't like. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I said no, so he doesn't like playing live. Your friends. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. We we're both talking. and say, I'll listen. Go ahead. It, it it keeps coming out. I don't know why. I said, what a great thing for your friends to do for you was, and to come together. Uh, you know, there's yeah. no there's no way to to you know. I mean. Um, it, you could put it into words. I mean, it just made me realize. I mean, it, it made, made me realize the importance of people, you know, because I'm yeah. kind of a workaholic, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like when when all these people come together and like, and like that. Also, it was the first time a lot of those people had been together in the same room since 1978, you know. I mean, That's Lydia and, you know, Handsome Dick Manitoba and Debbie and Lenny and, you know, uh, and, you know, Richard Barone, the, 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 whole, the whole lot, you know, and. Right. It, it was it was it was a beautiful thing, you know. Yep. It, it, it was it was a beautiful thing. I mean, 
um, someone Fred said to me, someone said like, and Fred Smith um, from television, he was there, you know, and someone said like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, it's really great, you could bring all these people together. I said, yeah, but I don't know if I can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, no, it was really, it was really beautiful. It was, it was. No more hit. You can't just take another hit like that. It's like it's like I say all the time. I can't take another hit. No more. You know, this yeah. is too much. I, I hope I not. It. I mean, you you don't have control, but I I I really I really hope not to. I mean, and um, to, to be uh, to be open about this, I mean, it's like the 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 um, cure is almost worse than the the disease. It's like <laughs> they're filling you with all these it's chemicals emotional. that are meant to kill you. Hmm? Yeah, it's all emotional yeah. too. It really does bring up a lot of things, and I'm so glad that you're still here. No, I me really too, and I'm am. glad you're and here too. Uh, I'm glad, and I hope anyone that's no, listening I, to this, it's like it, it's inspiration for them that you know if you, you can get through it, and just like as I told a friend recently, just learn to glide while you're doing it, just glide, you know. Yeah. And and most, it's really mm-hmm. weird. I have to share this. It's like when I couldn't, you know, move, and I because I cause I thought okay, I got discovered. Okay, so I can't really get out of bed for a while. I'm just gonna sit here and get better. I'll build some things in the bed with a soldering iron. You know, I'll watch YouTube. Oh, no, you're that was funny. Happening. None, none of that was happening, you know. I couldn't pick up anything. Mm-hmm. I could only lie there. I'd watch YouTube, and like there'd be a deer running across the park. I'd start crying. It's like, oh, <laughs> you know. It, but it was weird. But, I, but oh. where, where, where I'm going with this, where I'm going with this, is like, I would sit there, and at one moment I'd say to myself, God, you've been such a jerk to everybody. You've just been awful. You've been, you've just been an awful creep to everybody. And then, like, 15 minutes later, I would sit there and think. You let everyone take advantage of you. You're such a wuss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your mind, your mind just kind of wanders happen. around in this darkness, you know, because mm-hmm. you think this is the end of my life, okay? Right. I'm able – I have. Oh, I mean, totally it's like an accident yep. in a slow motion, and I'm able to summarize it, you know, I mean, in slow motion. But anyway, mm-hmm. le- where this is leading to is that when I finally was able to get up and get better and I realized um, – I don't have a mixing board. I don't have a studio because I I gotten out of my other studio because it was just not the place for me to be. You know, I was, I was, mm-hmm. I was it was a lot of you know weird anxiety and I thought no. I, so I took my gear and put it in the basement. And then when I started to feel better, I realized, oh you know, I don't have a mixing board. I don't have a place to record, and I need a place to record. So I got hold of this board um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, this Sony board, and then this mm-hmm. reverb plate. That's the same reverb plate that James Brown used to record Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. It's like, oh. things sound oh, amazing. Oh, how cool. You know, and then, so my wife and I fly down, and we drive back in this U-Haul. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. And then I didn't realize how big the plate was, I mean, how big the board was. So mm-hmm. about 50 miles out of town, I go to her, I have nowhere to put this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know. What, so I thought, okay, maybe I can store it at U-Haul. And then I realized that was like $75 a day. So I'm frantically making phone calls, and I find this place um, that I'd done um, the video f- for um, the Waze, actually, for my, last, uh, for my last CD. And he had open space, and it's this really great performance space slash theater space, and in the back is a room for a studio. So I said, can I leave it there? And he goes, yeah, you can leave it here. And then after a week or two, he goes, well, where is it going next? And I went, I have no idea. So we've worked out a deal. So. The, st- the studio is now at 17 Frost Street in Brooklyn. So it's, yay! It's, yay! 
<laughs> good, th- good things come you, when you have no idea what you're doing. Yes, build true. it, and they will come as, as yeah. they say and feel, <laughs> feel the dreams. Build it, and yeah. they will come. So you, yesterday when I talked to you, you were in the studio building. So let's talk a little bit about your studio that you're building. Yeah, it's in it's in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Um, it's on Frost mm-hmm. Street. It's like this one-level uh, um brick uh, building that used to be some kind of factory or something like that or mayonnaise house or something i don't know um mm-hmm. but um it, it's there and it's I, I, what i've been doing is you know actually i've been uh, mixing films because um oh wow don't, yeah because i mean films need mixing is something i kind of le- learned a- along the way so i've been mixing documentary mm-hmm. films and i'm recording my next album um nice. there Good. and um yeah, it's like I mean, yeah, the album's called Stories True. I'm I'm really putting the finishing touches on it now. I know Great. Spencer knows I've been working on the, on this for a while. The song that's you heard right. at the beginning of the show, that's one of the songs on 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 the record. And I'm also oh, um recording 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 other bands as well because I mean, um it's starting to open up as a as a, you know, commercial facility. Yeah. And um there's a band mm-hmm. Medium that's coming in in January. In the middle of January, they're a great great new band. They're they're coming in. They're they're going to record um in um uh, the also sediment club is coming in um at the end of january um there's a band marquis de Sade, oh, that's um, great. from france and they're coming over and they're going to spend five days there so yeah i mean it's, it's things are kind of getting so getting back to normal beautiful. with being in the studio all the time being yeah. in and then the name of the studio is super giraffe sound at 17 frost oh great yes oh that's there's, that's there's so a website cool. There's a website, but I, okay. I'm not I'm not very website. good at social media media because you know you can't I don't know I can only do so much you know. <laughs> no, I know. I understand that. Do you have Do you have the website so people can go yeah. there? And how would they? Yeah, it's, it's, how would yeah. anyone listening get in touch with you if they would like to record at your studio? They would go online and they would go to supergiraffesound.com. Supergiraffesound is all one word. Supergiraffesound.com. Okay. And there, there's a contact page, and it has um, uh, all the information to contact um, contact the studio. And also, Great. you know, and, and there's lots of nifty pictures of all the cool gear we have as well. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, no. Well, I know. And the rooms are huge. I want to hear about your, you what? I said the rooms are huge as well. Wow. That's the other attractive thing about how, the space. How many it's rooms like, do you have? I, I have two large there? rooms. I'm not I'm not oh, I'm nice. not estimating square uh, meters or footage but uh they they're the size of two medium sized clubs actually these rooms it's like which oh, is no, really awesome. really rare for New that's York City. Big. It's really yeah. rare for New York yeah, City. Yeah it is. Well you know I know Spencer and I are curious to hear about your latest um project you're working on. Um do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, let's talk about the latest project. Um I'm making basically I'm making two records at once. One is mm-hmm. going to be this kind of, um, I don't know, this pursuit of funky music that I've always had, you know, and the other one is acoustic. Wow. And, oh, nice. Um, and some of the songs from one of the albums will be on the other record, and some of the songs from one album will be on the other record, just different versions. So, and mm-hmm. I had um, this guy come in um, the other day, um, this guy, Jared Nickerson, and he plays with a band called Burnt Sugar. And I had this song lying around, and you know, I was kind of working on it. And I play bass, but 
sometimes you need a real bass player. And he played bass on the song you heard at the beginning of the show. And he came in, and it was like my 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 poor child that was lying wheezing on the ground just kind of jumped up and started dancing. I mean, mm-hmm. he just brought life into the song that that, that was that, that that was so great, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really was, and it's weird because, yeah, I mean, it, it, he kind of is involved with people. They're kind of multi, you know, uh, I go, multi-tiered, I'll say, like, like my son. I mean, you know, my son's, you know, in a band, and like, but he's also a sculptor. He's also a painter. He's also a video oh, art, wow. artist, you know. It's like, and he's doing all these things. And like, the people in Jared's band, I met them. This is an interesting story, um, because I got a phone call one day. Um, oh, God, when would this have been? I don't know, sometime in the 90s. I got a phone call, and... Um, so, um, it was actually for Michael Pilot, which um, which Spencer and I both know. Oh yeah, Michael. Okay. Yeah, and 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 what happened was, and Michael says, um, I have a gig for you. You need to get out to um, uh, this this um, film studio, Silver Cup Studios, because they need someone to teach Beyonce how to hold the microphone like <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> see, see how strange life is sometimes. Oh, yeah, they, they want you. They want you to. That is too funny. They want you to teach Beyonce how to hold the microphone for Tina Turner. It's for the Austin Powers 2 movie. Oh, wow. And I thought, okay, I had no expectations. I thought, like, well, I don't know what's going to happen here. They obviously Mm -hmm. have the wrong person, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) So something went wacky there. Um, But then when I get out there and, you know, I sit down with Beyonce and we watch some videos of Tina you know, and I kind of show her, like, see how she's holding it up like that. She, you know, her and Jagger did, did the same thing, and, and mm-hmm. which I, I think she did in, in the movie. And um, and yeah. also, they, she had backup singers. And I noticed I knew these backup singers from, you know, around New York. And I, and, and I said, what are you guys doing here? And they go, well, you know, we, we play in bands, but we have a SAG card. We have this card. We have that card. It's like <laughs> all these multi-tiered <laughs> levels of entertainment. And I thought, God, you know, I guess that's where it's at, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. That, that is, is funny. funny. He gets called to go show Beyonce <laughs> how to hold her mic, her her mic <laughs> for an Austin Powers movie. That is funny. You yeah, know? you know, it's um, just one of those things. You know, Ivan, you've lived a very fun life, and you know, when I read the thing about you and seeing Jimi Hendrix and then going back and burning things. <laughs> thought that was really funny. I, I was reading a little bit of your bio. I uh, Yeah, I was I grew up in a in a fairly, you know, <laughs> straight niche suburban neighborhood, you know, when my father uh, um retired from the navy outside of um Washington DC. Um and, and it was fairly conservative and it, someone's older brother arranged to take him and myself and I was like 12 at the time to see Jimi Hendrix oh in Baltimore. Oh my gosh. And it was just overwhelming to me. I mean, and mind you, I'd heard of Jimi Hendrix burning things, but he didn't burn anything there. He just played this amazing guitar dressed mm-hmm. in every color in the universe. And I remember um, uh, Noel Redding had like this giant amplifier, and he had two six packs of tall Miller uh, <laughs> Miller sixteen ounces on top of, on top of the bass amp. But he just it just like it just 
I, I, I don't know. It, it, it just brought me to a whole other place. It was, it was just a reaction I had. I thought like I had to, had to strike out against conservatism and the status quo some, somehow. Right. So I just took my sneakers, which were like this kind of teen thing at the time. Chuck Taylor's like, you know, you had them to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, to have this kind of thing. And like I just took them in the backyard and, put, and I found my father's lighter fluid and just burned them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll show him. Uh, Ivan, now, now, I, I now saw, I'm on my way. <laughs> Ivan, I saw Jimi Hendrix in uh, Connecticut live in '67, and it was an incredible concert. And it was very cold. You love this story. It's really cold, right? And so he starts singing. Jimmy starts singing. I forgot what song, Voodoo Child or something. And then out of the blue, he says, "Oh, my hands are cold." <laughs> oh God. Oh, you know, no. I never forgot that. I remember that all my life. You know what I mean? Oh, That's the no. line I remember from that concert. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I could see oh, him. Oh, my hands are cold. Yeah. Seeing that open. Throw him some mittens. That was the same tour. Yeah, throw him some mittens, exactly. That was the same tour, because it would have been 1967. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was oh, there. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's great. Tell me a little bit about the acoustic. Um, we want to hear about, uh, I know Spencer and yeah, I love album. acoustic takes yeah. on albums. Tell us a little bit about that and what kind of music and mm-hmm. who's working on that with you. Um, the acoustic stuff um, is mainly just me solo. It's like me, acoustic, and because um, I've always been a big fan of the acoustic guitar. I even pushed to have acoustic on Blank Generation, but nobody listened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, you know, wow. because... If you listen to a lot of the greatest rock and roll songs, you know, I mean, like Satisfaction or, or all these are Stones again, like Brown Sugar, there's an mm-hmm. acoustic guitar in the background pumping, pushing the rhythm, you know. And I'm also mm-hmm. a huge fan uh, of Dylan's and Dave Davies and people like oh, that, yeah. you know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just it's not, but but I also like the way, and, and Keith Richards as well because I like the way these people play acoustic guitar, but it's not, it, it still has an edge. There's still an edge to it, so it's going to be like edgy acoustic mm-hmm. songs with piano. You know, I think oh, that that's, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I mean, and what about the other one, the funky one? Well, Cut Me Loose is an example of that, actually. Yeah. Cut Me Loose is an example of that. And there's going to be others. There's another, there's another one called um, um, Bugging Out. Um, there's another one called Can't Help Myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is all going to be uh, all going to be out soon. I wanted to get it out by the end of the year, but, you know, God, you know, life is so trying sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you can't, you can't, you know, especially if there's there's no one, you know, handcuffing me and giving me money and putting me in the studio. That's what I want yeah. everybody out there. I want to be handcuffed, given money, and put into the studio. <laughs> oh, you're funny. You should. Who's playing with you yeah. on your albums? Who else is um, playing besides just yourself? Um, kind of, uh, local people, actually. I mean, uh, Will Croxton, uh, this guy, um, Mike Ratty. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of um, uh, uh, local people. Oh, um, cool. Who else? I mean, yeah, that, that's that's a, that's about it. Vernon Reed, he might come in and play some things as well. Because mm-hmm. I mean, nice. Vernon, Vernon yeah. and I worked on this project about I don't know what was it, maybe five years ago or something like that. Um, where he had this, and this is Burnt Sugar, also um, the same person, the same um, um, uh, person, Jared Nickerson, that plays bass, you know, in that band. And they had this idea of doing all David Bowie songs as an R&B band. And I don't mean like new R&B. I mean like, like as a real, like, you know, kind of soul band. 
but doing like you know um um you know all, all, when we think of this and, um rock and roll suicide um five years all of these weird david bowie songs you know um and it, it sounds great it sounds great so so that's how awesome. and i it's because Vernon and i had never really met or known each other mm-hmm. um you know, I mean, we knew of each other, but this is we got a chance to really, like, you know, produce and record together, and it was a really amazing that's thing. Great, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's you know, that, that, that's I think your studio, on. Ivan, I think your studios can be a melting pot of, of a lot of musicians mm-hmm. coming by and a lot of networking, right? It's going to be a lot of new ventures you may not even think about may come into your life yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah I maybe think so, too, because it, yeah, it is a good room. Yeah, it is a good room, you know, and, and and the vibe there is good. I mean, and you know, mm-hmm. um, there's lots of great gear, and and people come there, you know, in a studio. Because I, 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 I approach, you know, being a producer and having a studio from a musician standpoint. You know, like when I would walk into a studio, I didn't want it to be too sterile. I wanted to like mm-hmm. feel like I could just relax and you know and and, and play. And it was actually you know designed for me. So I, when people come yeah. in, I try to make it designed for them. You know. That's great. Oh That's yeah, great. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've worked with um, some of the most amazing people. I mean, you know, and, and we all. Ha- I'm sure Spencer and I both have a little bit of questions about that. Spencer, you have any questions about some of the people? No, that you, you brought with? up a good point, Holly. What are some of the people you work with? Uh, just as a mm-hmm. tidbit, I'm sure you work with a lot. Uh, you know, Ivan. Yeah. Oh, um, well, there's Matthew Sweet as well. I didn't have really talk about Matthew, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I was great. on the road with Matthew. I did one record with him, and I was on the road with him for like six years almost. Oh, wow. And Matthew worked the way I like to work. It's like he would mm-hmm. go out and just tour nine months a year. I mean, you know, maybe off and on. But, I mean, and um, he was, you know, he's a really talented, great songwriter. And he is, he, he is. There were no, you know, constrictions or restrictions, I should say, or constrictions, because here we go, the song's in D, go. And, mm-hmm. you know, let me, because some people, they hire you, and they know what you're doing, they know your style, but then they want you to conform, they want you to do what they have in mind, and you think, well, why don't you just do it, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. You know, why do you have me here, you know? But, I mean, Matthew wasn't like that. He, because, I mean, the best people are like that, songwriters are like that. You allow people to be themselves, and that brings something to the song or brings something mm-hmm. to the record, you know? Um, yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, I, and, and I've, I've mentioned a lot of the other, others before. I mean, Sandra and Matthew and Shriekback, and Barry Andrews um, was the other one from, from uh, Shriekback. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there. And I mean, the bongos, you played with the bongos. And the bongos, bongos and Richie Barone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I mean, because um, at one point they needed a guitar player to do some um, uh, dates, and I, you know, because I love pop music. I, I just do. I mean, I love all mm-hmm. kinds of music. Um, I, I, off the record here, or on the record, and off the wall, Holly, did you ever get the Hank Williams I sent you? Did I get what? The Hank Williams songs I sent you. You know, I did not get the Hank Williams songs you sent me, and that's funny you said Hank Williams because Hank Williams, I love Hank Williams. Oh, yeah, he's a classic. Okay, I'm going to resend this. I'll resend it because it's on my desktop still. I know I sent it. I don't know what happened. Whatever. Yes. You know? I love Hank Williams. But anyway, so, yeah, Yeah. I mean, all these, um, 
I, so yeah, there's, 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 there's probably others, but um, it's, it's been a long, interesting life, you know. Forgive me if I left anybody out. No, I mean oh. this is so cool, you know, listening <laughs> about great. it. Great, you man. mentioned, you mentioned, um, was it Tommy Ramone that you worked with, that you were playing with? H- whom? Sorry. Who was it? Who was it you were playing with, Tommy Ramone, or was it? Um, Mark Bell. No, 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 Marky Ramone. Mark Bell. Mark Ramone. At the time, he was Mark Bell in the Voidoids. Okay. Yeah, that's And then Marky went to the Ramones, classic, you know, after mm-hmm. that. Well, no, it wasn't really after that. Like, we weren't touring, and the Ramones offered him a new drum set. And <laughs> so oh, quit, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story. Whoa. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, it's like, really? you know. Really? That's that's what happened. Wow. Yeah, you know. Wow. And you know, it, it was kind of a strained relationship between Mark and Richard. Anyway, it just was. You know, I mean, it, 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 it that was established long. You know, before I got there, because they were together, mm. I guess, a couple months um, before you know I I joined the band. But yeah, but um, like I said, I think one of the main reasons was Mark wanted to play and wanted to tour, and the band wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Alive. Wow, and they gave him a new drum set, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it. That's a great story. Wow. Great story. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I don't funny. know what it says about loyalty, but I don't know if loyalty plays into it, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look what That's happened. That's crazy. Ivan, look what happened, I right? I know. Look what yeah, happened. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's like, funny. but, you know, so Ivan, what, you know, we know you were – it, you don't want to see Jimi Hendrix, but what were you listening to when you were younger that influenced you into in your music? Um, okay, so this was um, I'd always in in the late sixties, like say from sixty uh, five, maybe even sixty four on, um, the radio stations were um uh, you know they they were interact not interactive that's the wrong word i mean i'll i'll just say um what's the word i'm looking for i mean you would hear um every kind of music on 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 one station uh, and I, they were integrated is what they were okay i mean and not just racially but they were integrated musically as well i mean you would hear like on the top 40 station you would hear the rolling stones and you would hear Aretha franklin and you would hear the four tops and then you would hear manford man and you'd hear all these great singles that were coming out you know and right. it was like this mind blowing and and um about the, the later part of the mid 60s i was entering middle school junior high school and i met um, this guy Ted Nicely, um, who um, went on to produce Fagazi or Fagazi, however you pronounce it, and um, we oh, all wow. lived together in this house. Later, I mean, it was part of my teenage years. But um, mm-hmm. I had joined this Columbia Music Club, um, Columbia House um, Record Club, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was this thing where, you know, they didn't ask your age; they would just say, "We'll send you a box of records, and you send us a dime." <laughs> and I went, "This is." This is something for me. So yeah. from that, I got like Electric Flag. I got like you know whatever the first um, uh, you know um, a Jefferson Airplane album, the Doors albums, all this stuff wow. came in, in, in the mail. And um, then I got another box of records, 
And then I got a bill for three dollars. I'm like, what's this? (laughs) 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 But anyway, um, but from that, I mean, uh, I heard this band, Electric Flag, and the Electric Flag were uh, uh, Mike Bloomfield, Buddy Miles, and um, on drums, and it was just like you know, really great blues band out of Chicago. and um, I met Ted, and Ted and I were in the hallway, and we started talking. I go, yeah, have you ever heard Electric Flag? And we both start playing air guitar to Electric Flag. Yeah. So then Ted turns me on to all this other music, you know, that, that's happening, including, like, Led Zeppelin's first album. And meanwhile, you know, I'm listening to all, all, all this other stuff as well. I'm listening to Sly, you know, because Sly's doing really great things at the time. Um, and it's just... Um, yeah, that's what I was listening to. Just anything and everything, and I could, I try to do the same today. It's like you know, if, if I hear something that um, catches my ear, I mean, and inspires me, then then that's 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 what I, um, you know, that's that's what I listen to. It's like I mean, I think you know, that's there's a so song. Cool. I, I mean, right now, every summer because it's it's not hot enough in New York, I go down to the island so I can experience 105 degree temperatures because it's great. Oh wow! And, um, I, 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 I discovered this, uh, this thing called soca music. That's, I, I guess, it's Southern Caribbean. And they're really uh-huh. doing innovative things. They're really, I mean, because, you know, I don't know. Depending on where you look, there's always great music. You can't say the music scene is dead or anything because if you look, there's always people doing great things. But it's just oh, in terms of. music is like, yeah, definitely music everywhere, all yeah, over the world. Yeah, there, there, there is, there is. But but down mm-hmm. there, this kind of music, this kind of really political, edgy, dare I say, it, it, some of it's reggae. I mean, is is mainstream. You know, it's like everybody just like, you know, seeks out this stuff, and and they're just doing really great, great things. It's like you know, it's cool. That, that's that's one of the things I'm listening to now. Cool. Oh, that's Good. great. Well, Spencer, did you have any questions that you wanded to ask Ivan? No, I we, think um, he's covered the off? whole gamut. I think Ivan's covered the whole <laughs> gamut of his life, right, Holly? So um, I want to it's wish him great. the best, no, Ivan Holly. Ivan so no. much more, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Ivan, I have a what question. Are you, what are you doing for – yeah. What's, What's the capital of New Zealand? <laughs> oh, my God. The capital of New Zealand is Auckland. Oh. No, Dawn. No. Sorry. No. <laughs> it's Wellington. What is it? It's Wellington. Wellington. Wow. I didn't know that. My friends live in New Zealand. Wellington. <laughs> Why did you ask that? It's my one trick question. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, so now, I don't know. Spencer, you and I have a trick question we can ask people. What's the capital of, of New right, Zealand? Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we got you our know? party question, Holly. We got I our party question. No, I have to tell you something funny, Ivan. That is always New Zealand is you know because it's eighteen hours ahead. It's um we always say when it's a holiday, but it's you know when it's your birthday because it was my birthday last week and 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 it was the day before and I said but it's my birthday already in New Zealand so I can start now and my friends are calling <laughs> me from New Zealand happy birthday. And it's like it's so weird because it's like you know eighteen hours ahead, you know, you've got that whole that whole thing going. So yeah, yeah. I've got well, some friends well, in New Zealand um, that do. Uh, well, Holly, they're really Holly. into the mod scene. Yes. Happy birthday! <laughs> happy Thank birthday! You. I'm sorry, I'm probably birthday, the last one to Holly. wish you a happy birthday. Happy okay. birthday! No, it was yeah. on the eighth. And it was really awesome. It was exactly a week before Christmas. I so it's like for me, um, 
you know, the holidays are really cool. And, you know, oh, wait, today is, is winter, the first day of winter, guys, and it's a full moon and also a meteor shower. Is so, it, Holly, also, isn't it the shortest yes. day today? The shortest day? It's the shortest day and the longest day tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And today wow. is the day the Holly King comes in and takes over mm-hmm. um, the fa- fall leaves and the Holly King embraces fall and wow. we change the seasons. And we go mm-hmm. into the battle of the Holly King and the Oak King, but they don't really mm-hmm. battle it out. They just, you know, winter arrives. But, yeah, tonight's the meteor shower um, and also uh, full moon. So we've got full moon madness. Meteor shower, <laughs> first day of winter, first day of winter, and almost almost Christmas. So, yeah, a lot, there's a lot going yeah. on. I had to catch my breath. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ivan, you're so cute. You really are. You're cute. Too. This is like great. No, all yeah, we, great all show, great uh, stories. Great we love stories. it. We loved it. No, really, this yeah. has like been so much fun, and you know what? We would love to have you back once um, you finish your project. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm also working what? on a book. Um, I, I mean, and really, and and, and and let me just just say this: a book. Like, because when you know when I got sick, I I, I realized I'd lived this amazing kind of wild, crazy life, and wow. some people started approach mm-hmm. me saying, you know, you should really write about it, and I thought. Eh, you know, I, I thought we started to do that later, but I thought, you know, there might not be a later. So I've started to work on it um, with this oh, woman, great. Um, that's great. A, a Valerie, that's helping me and that's helping me work on it. Um, and it's not going to be like a punk rock extravaganza, like I've seen a lot of books. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be, a, you know, a, a biography or an autobiography, a story of someone's life. You that's know, right. I mean, and and that's it's going to be called Working Without a Net. You know. Oh wow. And nice. That's also an old movie I nice. saw about the Flying Lorenzo brothers. Yeah, you know, wow. And, oh, you know, and oh, yeah. Wow. You remember that? You know that movie? Oh yeah, they oh, were like wow. very. Wow, yeah. I can't remember didn't the name of the movie. Didn't, didn't one of them die? With, yeah, because that's a... what they kept saying about this guy: is he's working without a net. He's working <laughs> without a net. And then, wow. like you know, at the end of the movie, like boom. Oh my gosh! Wow. You know, because that's what life that is, is sometimes, you know. You go out on, the, on, the, on on the limbs and, you know, and sometimes you fall, and if you're lucky, you get up, get back up, but you're pretty much working without a net, you know, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Wow. That, that's really profound. That, that's a, that's a pretty heavy title. Yeah, it is. I mean, I can I can relate to that. It's like you just, you know, kind of have to be in the moment, be here now, you know. Yeah. That kind of thing. You, you know, it's, it's interesting, uh, Holly, uh, that that Ivan brought up, and and I, I think you agree mm-hmm. with it. There's a movie Trapeze with Burt Lancaster, and the thing about it is about these trapeze artists. And the thing mm-hmm. that really got me when you watch the movie is, you know, they're with a net most of the movie, and all of a sudden they take the net away, and it's such a dramatic oh, wow. scene. That might be the movie. It is, I is it called Trapeze? Yes, I think it's based trapeze. on. It's a, yes. it's a great movie oh, wow. that. that um, Burt Lank, Burt Lancaster, and and to, uh, Tony um, Curtis. Oh God, Tony Curtis, and uh, you should see wow. it. Because this is the movie I may be, I may be talking that. about. Yeah, because with the scene mm. where they take the, the net away, you know, there's a shot down where they take the net away and they're on the. Tr- you and there's a, like silence. You know, it's you feel. Yeah. 
that's it's what, so dramatic. You know what I'm saying? That's thank you for reminding me of that. That is the movie that I saw as a kid and could never remember the name of. I remember the line though. Like he's working without a net, but you're right. It's trapeze. I'm gonna yep. watch it. Great. I think I'm uh, people oh, are here. I think I'm getting fantastic. kicked. I'm getting kicked off of my landline. <laughs> oh, you are okay. All right. Yes. Well, listen. Um, Great show, I, Ivan. I have to tell you, um, thank you so much for being here, and I have to apologize to everyone out there. We, um, for some reason, I don't know, and Spencer knows this. We're not. I wasn't able to upload for some reason. The other music wouldn't upload. The only song that I was able to play uh-huh. was "Cut Me Loose." Um, do you want me? To, I'm going to play that song when we end the show again. But okay. I have other I have other pieces of music that Ivan has sent me and Ivan please send me that other music that uh you yeah, have in Hank your desktop. Williams. That would be great. The Hank Williams, yeah. I love Hank Williams, yeah, definitely. Me too. That's so funny. But we wanna before we end our show, um, I wanna say to everyone out there because we're gonna be gone for a week or so and um we wanna wish everyone a happy Christmas and a bright new year, um, and as we go into the new year, you know, make your intentions really clear, and uh, please don't drink and drive, guys, out there. It's really crazy, and, uh, you know, just just be safe, and uh, does anybody else have any other wishes they would like to send out to the universe right now? Um, yeah, to my partner, Judith, and her two beautiful kids I'll see for the holidays, Justin and Ariel, um, uh, I love them all, and Holly, of course, and Ivan and everybody out there. So I just want to wish everybody the best for the new year, the holiday, and into the new year. Mm-hmm. How my about words, you, Ivan? My, my words, exactly. Everybody just look out for everybody else and yourself and try to be cool, you know. And as as Holly said, it's raining from one side of the country to the other. Be careful. Yeah, true. True, Holly. You know? True. Be careful. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> it really is. And, um, you know, I really hope that this uh, change in the season and um, the full moon brings about, you know, an awareness for everyone to, like, tune into yourself and listen to some great music, man. You know? <laughs> it's like, That's true. Uh, right. You're but the most profound of us all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, don't forget um, to listen to the great music. That's what it's all about, you know. It is. Some of, mm-hmm. some of us get kind of weird when we don't listen to music. So, you know, remember that. Remember, <laughs> listen, listen to your inner voice. Listen to your inner voice. Yes, you know, that's very true. That whole, very thing, true. that whole thing that you were telling me about, about the trapeze artist and the net being gone, you know, I, I totally hear that. That's like like fear setting in for people. So, like, if you live in the state of fear and and mm. all that, then you really can't see beyond that so like for me it's like i i hope everyone out there can see beyond into the you know beyond the veil you know because the veil's real yeah. thin right now especially with the seasons changing so i want to send love out to everyone and um to you ivan i'm uh-huh. glad you're still here i am yes we wish yeah. you the best ivan and you'll wish be you guys the best too yeah. and okay. you'll come right okay. back to us have a beautiful soon. holiday you and Good. your family and thank you, you for too. Um, calling yeah, me today. Yeah. So, Spencer, um, I know that you went to um, a, a book signing. Yeah, we gotta, we're we going to have a good show that you're putting together on Chris Stein. We'll be on mm-hmm. soon, whenever. And uh, 
He had a book signing at the Morrison Hotel, and uh, I also saw him and Debbie at Cooper Union weeks before that. It was a great event nice. with Q&A, and they had a big screens with the photographs that Chris did in this book called uh, Point of View, um, Rizzoli mm-hmm. Books, which is out. So we're going to look forward to that show. And, uh, you know, second and then time Christmas. And the Velvet Underground show before it ends on December Oh, the Velvet Underground. Yeah, I most of it. Yeah, Judith and I and Sylvia Reed have our uh, Velvet Underground piece in the Velvet Underground Experience, uh, which is mm-hmm. till uh, December 30th in New York. And, of course, yeah. Holly and I had the curator on, Christian Fevre, was on our show. Mm-hmm. And that was a great experience because it's a very historic show. Very historic show. Everybody mm-hmm. should go see the show. You know, absolutely. Yeah. And we hope it makes out. It makes it out here to the West Coast. No, and from the West Coast yeah. to the East Coast by coastal. We want to. I just want to send all my energy out that way to everyone, mm-hmm. so that you guys go into a really beautiful new year. So with that, um, thank you for being here. And uh, when are we back, Spence? What what day are we back? Yeah, the week the after. Air? I think it's is it the week not okay. this not next Friday but the Friday after and I forgot the show. But yeah. We're back with some really okay. cool stuff, you know, as we normally do. And Absolutely. um you know, so um I wish you yeah, the best well, Holly. We'll be talking, Holly. You and I will be talking. Yeah. And you know, for everyone out there that um is celebrating the holidays, however you decide to celebrate them. You know, um, you know, just be in that moment, and it'll be all be good. Trust me. Yeah. I guess yeah. Uh, Ivan had to hang up. He went. We we really loved. I loved having him on. He was Isn't he wonderful. He's a nice guy, right? What a, a great, war. what a great soul he has. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And you know what's great about him? And you know this. Uh, I guess we both mm-hmm. know this. He 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 does a a great talking thing. I mean, he just comes out with the. He could do the whole program by himself. The stories he has. Oh, I know. Really, it makes everything relaxing, right? It just makes it more relaxing, you know. He, um, yeah, yeah. I can see how it comes full circle with him, with mm-hmm. you know, the music and him being, you know, yeah. Ill, Ill, and then you know, recovering and and just you know. Well, you, you, you and him. It's like the similar things going no, I on. Totally so. Get it. I totally yeah. get it. I remember I remember finding out right before the fourth of July and sitting under fireworks and thinking, Was this gonna be the last my last fourth of July? Oh so my god. I get oh, it. No. I totally yeah. I totally understand that and you know, um with everybody's support, you know, it was just like a wonderful thing. I you know, it's oh, like Phoenix wow. rising from the ashes. Oh wow, so, that's great. You know wow. so I feel that way about everything and um you know, with that, let's Well, you know, play, you're very um, positive, and, and Ivan's very positive, and you got to have that in your soul. That really helps, to. too. And, um, Visualization love- is what I call it. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, it's like you have to visualize seeing yourself in that perfect moment, perfect uh, place. But yeah. definitely, you know, with all this crazy stuff going on in the world right now, um, you know, it's like try to be in the moment. Enjoy, like I said, I can't say it enough. Enjoy the holidays for whatever they mean to you, however you decide to, you know, celebrate them. And, um, you know, 
I always find myself picking up the phone, calling people I haven't talked to for a long time. Yeah, they're just so happy true. to hear from you. You know. You know. You yeah, know. You're right. I mean, is. this time of year, you're exactly right. It's like I, I get the same vibe. It's like you start mm-hmm. thinking about people you haven't talked to in years, or getting together, and uh, you know, it's just a wonderful time. Actually, uh, a mental thing goes on with uh, uh, communication with people you haven't spoken to in a while, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a new year. It'll be a new vibe, a new number, and you know. And we wish everybody the best of everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, with that, um, we're going to end our show with the song that we opened up with. And in case anybody missed the show from the beginning, you can listen to it on iTunes, um, on demand, and also on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, and. Uh, um, both Spencer and I want to wish everybody out there, and you know, a happy, happy, and Happiest. thank you all for listening and um, for all the people that have supported us over the years. Yeah, and uh, you know, I can think there's so many people, and I mean, I don't want I don't want to leave anyone out, but first person that really comes to mind is, um, you know, Carol with uh, mm-hmm. Chaos Entertainment and. Richard Barone, you know, all his amazing, you know, and Monty, and um, we hope that... And we go, um, we go back, you know, Holly, we go back to when Tommy Ramone was alive. We had a great show I with know. Him. And Danny and then Fields, that who... Up Vera. I hope Vera... Vera I and Vera, then, lots of love. Lots of I'm love. I'm hoping and, Vera and, and, oh, did, uh, feeling had, better. Health too, right? We got to wish her the best of health. She's gone through some amazing yep. stuff with surgery, right? And then um, and, and we had Danny Fields on. And he was like, Danny Fields. Yep. Is a big... We've had a lot of great shows. We had Chris Franz on. We've had, oh, my God, everybody. Mm-hmm. Joseph Arthur and uh, I don't know. It just Joe, goes Simon, Joe, Simon I Kirk. See Joe on. I have to tell you something funny. I've been yeah. following Joe's Instagram, and he <laughs> is so he's so funny. He's really <laughs> yeah. into his yoga He's really into his yoga life right now, and I really, I really respect that because yeah, that's good. He has he's he's you know into that. He's doing his music and his art, and I think that's <clears throat> such a beautiful thing. So I've been following Joe, and then um, I don't know. There's a lot of people that we've had this year that have really made a difference, and. Um, the other day, guys, if you missed my Christmas show yesterday, you should oh. check it out with Shauna Burns. Yeah, you were out, but it was a Kel- it was all Celtic. It was a great show. Christmas wow, Index. I didn't know. I, yeah, oh, wow. Shauna Burns, great. I want to thank Shauna again. Yes, from for my show yesterday that I did, and uh, you know um, that was really special. Hey Holly, but, um, I got to bring up something from the past. You'll love yeah. this. Remember we did tell me, these tell series me. on angels, the show series on angels. Oh, the, my angel shows. Remember yeah. that? Remember Zoe that? Moon. With the astrologers and the mediums. Zoe Moon. And, right. That's yep. the blast from the past. That was a great series. You know, I've been asking Zoe to come back. Um, I, I know that oh, yeah? she's been doing uh, a lot of her own shows. I want to, she's kind of like our house astrologer. Um mm-hmm. I like Zoe. Zoe's really, you know, tuned in to really what's going yeah, on. That's true. And uh, so, Zoe, we want you back. <laughs> 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 I 
your emails. I know that she went through some heavy things this year. So, okay. you know, this year we, you know, has been heavy for a lot of people and good and positive in a lot of other ways. So we're going into a new year and um, all I can do is wish for a bright, happy, positive um, energy you know, with well, everybody, you know, it's inter- everything Holly, you know and what's everyone. interesting? It's 2000, going into 2019, and if you put mm-hmm. those numbers together, it adds up to a three, which is that Trinity spiritual number. Yeah. So it should be very yep. interesting this coming year, right? Yeah. The three. The three. Yep. And uh, that's interesting you said that because, you know, the other day was 12-12. And oh, my God. That, wow. That was one of the most wow. intense days ever it was was about completion 1212 was about completion about loving yourselves and loving others and also about um, you know coming into your own and just really acceptance so Mm. 1212 was a really heavy day I felt it big time and I'm feeling this full moon big time too so, yeah, I, yeah no wonder. Um, yeah, the blood pressure. No goes wonder why. Are you hearing that werewolves out there? The werewolves yeah. of New York. <laughs> <laughs> Not the werewolves of London. The werewolves of of New York. That's um, funny. Yeah, that's like yeah. They're out in there? Central Park. You're right, Holly. They're out in Central Park. Well, no. <laughs> how cold is it? How cold is it there right now? Well, it's not. You know, it's funny. It's not really that cold, but it's rainy. And um, yeah, temperatures a little, little bit. You know, it's like in the early 60 temperature, but it's not. Now, who knows what tomorrow's going? The weather's changed drastically. It goes from freezing. It goes to oh. rain. Hasn't snowed Tell yet. Tell me about I'm it. Opening my mouth. Hasn't snowed yet. So. Oh well, no, no New York is just probably so beautiful, you know. But I mean, I'm sure oh, yeah, it's not yeah, real it is, fun it for is. a lot of people. But mm-hmm. I have to tell you that. Um, you know, we have had rain for almost two weeks or three weeks on and off, and every day it's You've had raining. a lot of rain. But we've had sun. But the other day, I swear, mm-hmm. I went outside, and, you know, we're known as the Valley of the Moon, and also it's known as Valley of the Moon. Really? That's what the wow. Indians called it, Valley of the Moon. Oh, we wow. have Whoa. lots of beautiful moons and mm-hmm. rainbows. I counted oh my 20 God. rainbows wow. the other day. Twenty oh, in one nice. day. Uh huh. Yeah, that's great. You know, whenever there's like rain, that. there's always a little bit of sun somewhere, so you can look around. I chase yeah. rainbows and take pictures of them. It's really fun. That's great. I yeah. love it. Ah, it's so cool. Yeah. And uh, you so got to do your cookbook, that, Holly. New Year. Think about doing your cookbook. I know. I <laughs> know. I'm going to do that. I actually, it's really funny you said that because I recently um, met a Cordon Blue chef, and mm. he's from the the Bronx, believe it or not. Really? And, I love it. Um, he and his wife are both chefs, and uh, it's oh, wow. pretty interesting. Um We've been talking a lot about cooking, and so it's it's really made me realize, yeah, definitely the cookbook thing is really something that I need to do. That's but you right. know, I I have I have some really great shows coming up, as well as the shows that I do with you. Okay. Um, we're going to be having Vonnie Hari on, who is known as the Food Babe, and if everyone knows who oh, really? she is, wow. you definitely have to go get her new book. Yeah, oh, definitely. Wow. Oh. 
um, she is one of she made a big change in my life as far as how I eating and made me aware, especially when I was going through the the whole C thing. I just really tuned in to a lot of the things, and I'm really excited. She's going to be back in Jan with me in January with her new book. Oh, that sounds great. And um, yeah, and also um, let's see, there's a couple other people that are going to be coming back that I know that I want to have you on the show with me. Oh, so, great. With that, I want to say um, I am missing a lot of people right now. And uh, I'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> That's all I can say. I want positive. And, I want the uh, life. I yeah, just want Holly. Definitely. I want. I want you to live forever, Holly. Okay. I just want you to live forever. Okay. I am. I'm. I'm timeless and endless. <laughs> I love it. For all eternity. That's good. Yeah. Absolutely. We move. It's going to move on. Hey, and if anyone's out there, yeah, go see the new Mary Poppins. I saw that the other day, and it was really, it really fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's good. Oh, you know what it's movie really you got to see is Roma. Roma, what's that one about? Oh, wow. It's on Netflix now. It's going up for Best Picture of the Year, Best Actress. Oh, my God. I'm not going to tell you anything about it, but, you know, it's called Roma, R-O-M-A. It's on Netflix. Just got on mm-hmm. Netflix. Everybody's talking about it. I tell you, Holly, it's an entertainment weekly. Roma? Uh the top two films. It's number two of the top ten films they picked. Um, it's an incredible okay. movie, but you've got to. See, it's a very emotional movie. I got to tell you, it's like people cried. Really? I heard that people cried leaving the theater. That's how heavy this movie is. Mm. And I'm going to see it. I just, you know, I'm going to. It's on Netflix now, so it's easy. Just put if you have Netflix. Oh yeah. You got to see this Absolutely. movie. It's heavy. Roma. R O M A. Yeah, R-O-M-A, okay. you've got to see It's in black and white. It's foreign, so it has subtitles, but incredible act. I mean, it's a very different movie. I mean, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's a very heavy movie, but it's real good. And like I said, Entertainment Weekly picked it number two of the top ten, so that's big, you know. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm like always into my Christmas movies this time of the year. I try to find as many Christmas movies as possible to watch. But, you know, after a while, you know, you want to watch some other stuff and mix it up. Roma sounds like a you know, movie. You know what movie I really like? i got to tell you, that mm-hmm. it's an old, you know, I'm into Turner Channel. You know, that I'm, I, the mm-hmm. Christmas in Connecticut with uh, Barbara Stanwyck, uh, Sidney Greenstreet. Um, it's such a great Christmas movie. And I, I watch it all the time. I mean, it's one of these movies where R- it's... Really? It's, Oh yeah, you'd love this. It's such a great film. Mm-hmm. It's it's called Christmas in Connecticut, and that uh, Hungarian fat uh, that heavyweight person, Hungarian actors, and he's so cool, and and it's like it's just a great film. It's like I don't know of all the Christmas films, one of my favorites, and I watch it all the time. I've seen it forty thousand times. Makes you feel good. Oh yeah, and like it's called that. Christmas in Connecticut. You'd love it. Barbara Stanwyck. She play. Oh, you know why it's great? She's she writes a food recipe article in a magazine. That's what it starts. Oh, that's funny. You've got to watch this, Holly. You've <laughs> got to see this movie. I'm telling you. You have to see this movie. Christmas in Connecticut. Barbara Stanwyck, okay. Sydney Green Street. Um, I'm going to be looking that one up. Yeah, yeah. It's a happy, it's a good feel movie. It's one of these good feel movies. Yeah. That should and be well, kind of cool. I know. I know. It's well, a, for but they got everyone out there. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, no, for everyone out there listening, it's like, you know, find find some really fun things to do during the during this time because, you know, as we transition into the next year, you know, you want to take good memories with you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that movie. Watch that movie, and then Roma. Connecticut, because it really relates to you because. Barbara Stanwyck is a writer of food in a magazine. That's what uh, I don't oh, have to go great. any further. It's, yeah, and the recipes are unreal. I mean, Sydney Greenstreet really? is the head of this public. Yeah, the Sydney Greenstreet is the head of this public company, and really, he talks about her food. He loves her food articles, and he's like, it's like. But I'm not going to tell you anything else because it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of like a surprise thing you should know about when you see the movie. You'll oh, love it. Oh, I want to watch. But it's it. about food. It's centers around centers around food. Oh, that's great. Yeah, well, and it's like... You know uh, I love to cook. Oh, yeah, yeah and Sydney absolutely. goes crazy over somebody. Says, oh, I miss your your uh, turkey a la whatever, and he's talking about her <laughs> recipes, you know, and he's he's overwhelmed with her recipes, and he's got a... He actually invites himself to Christmas. That's what happens. He oh, invites that's himself funny. to her Christmas. But you've got to see the movie. It is so, it's such a good oh, film yeah. movie. Yeah, it's well written. Connecticut. Okay. Okay. Uh, Christmas. I have to find that. You got to find it. Okay, and then again, if I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. What were you saying? And I wanted to say. Oh no, I was going to say, go see that Roma. R O M A Roma. Yeah, I do. And I wanted to say, if I forgot anyone, um, you know, uh, that's been on our show that I didn't mention. Oh, and also Alejandra Escovedo. Um, oh yeah. Thank you, and Nan. Oh yeah. And, been, oh, yeah. It's it's like, like a laundry list. We got so many people. We've I had know. Willie Nile. We got Willie Nile on right. Oh, I mean, Willie, so many. Christina. And Christina. Frank and, oh my God! Yep. It's like it's a laundry list. I mean, we've had. I know. Clem Burke. So Clem for Burke, everyone who's been on our show, on the show. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks and, for being uh, on for everybody who's been happy, on our show. Happy, happy. Okay, well, I'm going to play. I'm going to play Ivan's song again, "Cut Me Loose." Oh, good, 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 good. And good. Um, with that, we'll I'll see you next year, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe before, or maybe before. I know. <laughs> I know. I I'll will. be the ghost of Christmas Definitely. present for a while. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, yeah. guys. Happy Have Easter a happy, honey. I'll and, be speaking um, to you soon. Happy Christmas. Okay. Yep. Yep. Speak to you soon. Yeah. <laughs>
Was it a Tuesday when you said that you don't want me? 